The views and opinions expressed on Deeply Upsetting are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, associated brands, properties, or businesses. Listener discretion is advised. Please keep your hands inside the ride at all times. Fuck, Mary kill. David Cronenberg. Lars von Trier. <laughs> Rob Zombie. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. You're bringing uh, the... the the gruesome on this uh, fuck Mary kill. So we got Cronenberg, mm-hmm. the body horror maestro. Mm-hmm. Lars von Trier, just whole, different type different of body type horror. Type of body horror for sure. Fuck. And then Rob Zombie, just horror. I and just know you hate him, and I thought it'd be a fun little addendum. I don't hate Rob Zombie. No, you I'm, hate Rob Zombie movies. His films are not my favorite. Mm-hmm. I am a fan of horror. Very much so. Mm-hmm. And I have been so let down, for the most part, by Rob Zombie films. Uh, yeah. that it, It's like, <laughs> Rob. And now he's doing <laughs> The Monsters. I know. I know. I think that's what I heard you ranting about the other day. I mean, you rant about Rob Zombie with some frequency, <laughs> especially when there's any alcohol involved. Um, <laughs> not wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> and that tone that you said... Rob is not your usual tone. <laughs> that was much more like to a lovable scamp. <laughs> yeah, I believe on one of one of the episodes of something recently, I was bitching about his Halloween remakes and mm. how disappointed I was in uh, House of Thousand Corpses and some of his other films. But oh, this yeah. is a crossover episode. Then. Yeah, this is a crossover. <laughs> this is a uh, this crossover with I think it was GUI that we were talking about. Yeah, so <laughs> haven't listened to that one yet. Apparently. <laughs> I brought it up anyway. Cronenberg's uh, got a new film coming out that looks incredible, and it looks like a return back to his body horror mm-hmm. uh, beginnings a little bit. As much as I love History of Violence and Eastern Promises, they're more of like thriller dramas mm-hmm. and very good, but uh, not not that body horror kind of thing. So I'm just going to take Cronenberg as that body horror version of Cronenberg. That was what I had in mind. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. <laughs> and then Lars von Trier. Okay, so the problem that I'm running into is that if Kill feels like appropriate for rob zombie yeah but that means i would have to fuck or marry lars von trier yeah and see even with the body horror stuff the fuck or marry for cronenberg is still just like okay it's into some stuff that makes me feel like a little bit weird uh in bed but yeah i can i appreciate where he's coming from with it you know it's like when you're asked to do a thing that you're really not into in bed yeah you know your partner's really into it he's like (laughs) can i please turn into like a multi-person throbbing muscle of a creature and then you just fuck the holes i'd be like all right cronenberg because you said so nicely and i know it's something you want you're like i should do it once before i die you know like i should fuck the throbbing muscle creature i I should i should put my dick in this veiny throbbing like glistening mess of uh of a person your grandchildren will be so impressed with you (laughs) they'll think you're cool forever definitely like do you know that uh, th- your grandfather <laughs> once put his dick in some Cronenberg holes? And they're like, really? Yeah. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Grandpa's cool. <laughs> that's that's the that's the line that makes me a cool grandpa is fucking Cronenberg, I think. Finally. <laughs> so, I, I mean, fucking Lars von Trier, that's a different level of, like, not being okay with the thing that your partner's into. Like, he's into some oh, stuff that's yeah. like... Not okay. Not at all okay. Like and he knows. Like he can only come if he like picks up your dog and throws it against the wall <laughs> as he climaxes. Like it's something <laughs> truly upsetting on a different level. 
like viscerally. That's too upsetting. real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's the guy that you like don't realize what he's like. He just seems kind of like forlorn, you know, on your first date. And then you take him home and you're having sex and he's like, cut off my pinky. <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> no, do it. He get, hands you like the cigar cutters. <laughs> he just hands you like there. a fucking butter knife or something oh, to like no. saw through it. <laughs> You look over and there's just a, a table with just assorted pinkies. <laughs> and you're like, okay, well, he has his. So what happens after I cut off his pinky? <laughs> then you realize that you're at his house, which is not where I had it going. So okay. that's so much worse. <laughs> you do not want to be at pinky guy's house. Like you're you're starting off really light for Lars, Lars von Trier where you're just like slapping him in the ass with like a leather belt. Yeah. You know, like welting him pretty good. And you're like, okay, this this is doable. This isn't too bad. It's not really my thing, maybe. But, but then you just hear a fine. baby crying. Oh, and you're like, like a haunting, like echoey baby cry from somewhere in the <laughs> it's house. It's a dead baby for sure. <laughs> right. You it's, know, in your it's heart, it's a dead baby. It's a ghost baby <laughs> that's haunting the halls. That is such a boner killer. Let me <laughs> <Right>. tell you. <laughs> every time. Every every time. Every time. It never works. <laughs> not a good time. Casper. <laughs> Get out of here. I'm trying to come. <laughs> Casper's like, okay. Okay. I'll go get, make you guys a sandwich. Like, thank you, Casper. I'm trying to fuck Lars von Trier here. <laughs> He's like, I don't know. The Cronenberg was into it when you're fucking in the glistening holes. <laughs> this conversation. I don't know what I expected I it to know. be. <laughs> but it's, it's that. I think... Lars von Trier screams Shia LaBeouf when he comes. A hundred percent. Definitely does. He's definitely picturing Shia at all times. <laughs> <laughs> he got really turned on by actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Absurdly. He got into that and then realized that that was just a joke. And that so, was so sad. But then he started getting weirdly obsessed with Army Hammer. <laughs> He's like, that's the real cannibal in the room. <laughs> but in between that time, after he realized that the actual cannibal thing was fake, that's when he wrote Melancholia. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was like, the world may as well fucking end. <laughs> yeah. My dreams are dead, so the world should be too. <laughs> I feel like that's definitely his vibe. Okay, only because you pulled Lars von Trier into it. Mm -hmm. I think that gave... Rob Zombie a pass. I think like, so too. I, I don't think now he's that I think die. about it, yeah, he's not gonna die. Because you know what? Like, even though I'm not a fan of his films, mm -hmm. like that seems like it would be like ridden hard and put away wet fucking situation for Rob Zombie. Like So you're gonna marry Cronenberg? I think I'm gonna marry Cronenberg. I wow. I, I respect his vision and I mm. support him. And I would be here as cheerleader through his life of filmmaking. So I feel like that's something that's important in a partnership. And That's I, a lot of time to peer into that mind hole. I'm telling you that much. But the other option <laughs> is to like quietly support <laughs> Rob Zombie doing the Munsters movie. And I can't do that. But what if you could influence? It's Rob. Like, I'm coming in late in this game. Like, it's not like I, it's like the first album of uh, White Zombie is about to come out and we meet and, and like a meet cute at a like sex dungeon. And Those are the cutest of meet cutes. The cutest meet cutes. And he's like, I want to slam in the back of my Dracula with you. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> honey. <laughs> hey, don't sell yourself short. I think that you could really still have an impact. You're a stand-up guy. <laughs> You're a swell fella. <laughs> He's trying to, like, make his his ex now uh, in, in the Monsters movie. 
Oh, really? Yeah, uh, or Sherry Moon. Like, they're still together, but they would have to be broken up if I was Oh, with, right, right, right. Sure. With Mr. Uh, Robert Zombie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you brought in his government name? <laughs> <laughs> Robert Aloysius Zombie is his, uh, is his Christian name. <laughs> his baptismal name. Actually, it's Zombie. <laughs> it's, like the cranberries? Yeah. It's an Irish last name. <laughs> Traditional Irish last name. I'm really, really, really resisting the urge to go straight into it. Just go do the whole thing. Oh, right. The whole... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is actually how Just he poorly. comes. Oh, no. <laughs> he goes, eh, 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 oh, oh. <laughs> La the last part is really. It <laughs> goes on too long. <laughs> Robert. And I would have a tryst. I have regret. Yep. <laughs> uh, Rob Tholomew, uh, Aloysius, uh, The last Zombie. fuck, Mary kill was the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> and I really had no fucking forethought going into this. I was just like head empty, just vibes with my fuck, Mary kill, not realizing that it was going to turn into like the most upsetting conversation on this stupid show. You chose body horror guy. Uh unapologetic sex pervert mm-hmm. and the hot topic guy i sure did as the uh as the choices here i'm not a smart person <laughs> there's somebody screaming at me right now for calling rob zombie the hot topic guy and, well, uh, well it's called deeply upsetting bitch yeah, guess what? <laughs> check the title <laughs> so yeah I'm, I'm gonna fuck rob zombie okay uh, I'm going to marry Cronenberg. I believe in his vision i would be a good support system for him in the making of his future films and uh uh, Lars von Trier's got to go. I agree. I think no matter what, Lars von Trier has to die. I think I would probably swap my roles in the other two, but no matter what, like I'm taking down Lars von Trier, and I feel like there's got to be some good that comes into the world from that. <laughs> He's not giving off good vibes. That's the thing is either he is even darker than people think he is, mm-hmm. and he's got some fucked up, at least 10 children locked up in his dungeon. Yep. Something along those lines where people are like, fuck, okay, that's, I, th- I thought six tops, <laughs> but 10, wow. Um, or it's the polar opposite where he's so edgy with filmmaking that he's the most boring fucking person in the entire world. That's very true. It yeah. is one way or the other. Yeah. 10? I, I lost $50 in my office betting pool. <laughs> right? I don't think he's boring. No. I think it's probably the other way. Unfortunately, yes. So yeah. his death is really... A, a treat for us all. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you would you would flip you'd uh you we're both killing von Trier, but you're Fuck gonna yeah. marry Rob Zombie. I think so. I think so. I just don't feel like my mind is up to the task of like having an intimate view into Cronenberg's mind at all times. I just don't feel like I'm there. The problem, I don't have the fortitude. The problem is though that you legally have to change your middle name to Moon if you marry Rob Zombie, so you'd be like Amy Moon Zombie. That's sick. I mean, that's okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. I like I said that as You're a negative. You're selling but, it. Yeah, yeah. like that's <laughs> that is very cool. The problem with this car is it goes to zero to sixty faster than any other car. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna get it. I don't know why you said it like that. I think the problem is that with the name Amy Moon Zombie, people would really expect me to be not the person that I am. You know, if it's like Amy Moon Zombie is coming and I show up wearing a fucking Tony Collette t-shirt. Just be like, hi everybody. And cuffed bisexual jeans. People are gonna be like, who is this? 
being like, girl, that whole outfit is a mood. And they're like, <laughs> Amy Moon Zombie? Yep. Speaking yeah. here. Hello, friends. <laughs> <laughs> that is unfortunately what I'm like in real life. I feel like I forget sometimes that the listeners don't know what I'm like in real life. And it's overly earnest. <laughs> I'm definitely not pulling off the moon zombie name. <laughs> My kids would be embarrassed of me. That would be, honestly, that's something out of a movie or a, a sitcom where there's the, like the brooding dark artist, unfortunately, a white guy with dreadlocks. And, yep, and definitely. Just looks, even if he's very clean and smells good, looks dirty all the time. Yep. And then mm-hmm. there's the his partner who you would think is of the same lines and it's just this bubbly yep. <laughs> like friendly happy just very warm person <laughs> that's me amy moon zombie <laughs> i feel like every time i would enter a room people would be like well this is deeply upsetting Welcome back to Deeply Upsetting. I'm Amy Bogart. I'm Mike the Hobbit. And we, your hosts on this show, will answer the internet's most upsetting hypothetical quandaries. Yes. We've got no expertise, but baby, we're here. The expertise (laughs) is what we have in our hearts. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Which is apparently very (laughs) disturbing. Yeah, and limited at best. (laughs) The way that this show works is that we need your questions We will answer them on the show, and you can give them to us in a bunch of different ways. We're on social media. Ever heard of it? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Wow. You're getting, like, mean right off the bat. Like, social media, um, you may not know about it. It's kind of (laughs) new. It's pretty cool. (laughs) It's time for my hipster era, I think. (laughs) But it's, like, so misguided hipster area where I'm like, have you guys heard about Facebook? (laughs) It's cool. We need to be the hipster podcast where we just mention uh, social media pages that nobody uses. Like, have you heard of Friendster? Yep. <laughs> Friendster's coming back in a big way. You can only find us on Friendster. I wish we were only on Friendster. <laughs> and you can listen to the music from the show on Napster. <laughs> right. Download it on LimeWire. We're doing a uh, live streaming episode on MySpace later this month. <laughs> Definitely. Tom's going to be there. Tom is actually going to be there. <laughs> so is Justin Timberlake. Didn't he buy MySpace? Oh, I think he did, yeah. Why did did he do that because he was in the social network and he's like i can do this too except he has no <laughs> understanding of the environment of social media at all so he's like myspace is free right like and he's he like not like, free it's 18 dollars. you can buy space for 18 dollars like that sounds like a deal to me he was like jesse eisenberg you want to get in on this nine dollars and jesse was like no no <laughs> just like that walked away anywho <laughs> <laughs> If you use these newfangled social medias, we are on Facebook and Twitter at Deeply Upsetting. You can send us an electronic mail, geeksundertheinfluence at gmail.com. Put Deeply Upsetting in the subject line. If you don't know how to do that, call your mom and ask her. I'm sure she'll know. Yeah, because that's usually how it works. Mm -hmm. That the parent tells Mm -hmm. the kid how to use electronic mail. (laughs) Electronic mail. (laughs) She watched You've Got Mail 15 times. Just put in your... 500 hours of free AOL disk. Exactly. (laughs) Set up an email account. (laughs) But today, actually, you, my friend, are posing the question. Yes, I am. This is uh, relating to recent events where I was told I have a charming smile on a social media app. 
Which one, though? Uh, we'll, we'll, that will come into play oh, as we go me. through the rigmarole of this question. Excuse me. So the question is, is that there's so many different ways to get in touch with people nowadays, different types of that social media, as the kids <laughs> say, apparently. And if you're going to jump into someone's DMs, mm. you've got to kind of frame it based on the social app that you're using to... Uh, message a stranger definitely and, and berate them with uh with <laughs> unwanted how, how unwanted affection and attention yes <laughs> uh so the question is is that if you were to jump into them dms mm-hmm. on uh on different social apps based on the social app what would be your your pickup line jesus <laughs> i have no experience jumping into anyone's dms for literally anything <laughs> I am actually like an old lady when it comes to social media. <laughs> I don't use it properly. And I've never jumped into anyone's DMs. So this should be pretty fun. I don't think I no. I have jumped into. Well, not a stranger. I've not jumped in any DMs of anybody that I don't hadn't previously met. Mm. Uh, the jumping into DMs of people that I had met before. It's definitely that got that like middle school. Will you go out with me energy and not <laughs> the like, no. do you want to see my dick energy? That's for the best. It's it's mostly the um, yeah, no, I like that thing, too. And then talk <laughs> for like 40 minutes very casually uh, about just random stuff that we both like. And then being like, so if you wanted to get a drink sometime, then maybe <laughs> that would be cool if you wanted to. Not a big deal if you don't. You're um, writing five paragraph essays in the DMs. <laughs> <you're right. laughs> There's a thesis statement and like supporting paragraphs. Right. Make sure to indent my paragraphs. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> There's citations. <laughs> I got footnotes. Um, they're like, I didn't even know you could do footnotes in Messenger. It's like, I looked it up. I like, looked it I up. I made sure. MLA didn't feel right. APA, APA felt cheap. <laughs> Nobody uses Chicago style. How did you get this double space? <laughs> Hit alt return. And make the extra. Is this notarized? <laughs> <laughs> the DM is you, them, and a notary public. <laughs> when I send a message, there's a there's a message that comes back saying it has been received by the recipient. <laughs> yep. Is there some sort of like a legal dating app? Because this is how that would go. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> some sort of like lawyers only. So Facebook, that that is predominantly where a lot of people jump into DMs, and that's the the classic. Uh, you're hot. You, ha- you look boobs. You have boobs. Mm-hmm. Look at the boobs that you have. And yep. then the, I think I've gotten that exact message, actually. Probably. Mm-hmm. And then and, and please tell me if I'm off base here okay. at, at any point. Uh, then the woman says, oh, thank you. That's really sweet. But I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. To which the response is, uh, you're an ugly bitch and I didn't want to fuck you anyway. That's 100% usually. true. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, cool. That's 100% true. Making sure that that's the normal, mm-hmm. uh, re- very reasonable. Totally normal. Totally normal, not normal psychotic, response. not. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit of like a God complex type Maybe situation. Something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not a therapist or anything like okay. that. Okay. So, so since that's just so gauche at this point, I mean, yeah. it's, it, I know it's going to work. It's so tired. There's no challenge to me if I know it's going to work. Right. Of just like let me see them boobs. Mm-hmm. No, that's gonna work. So let, I would probably come in <laughs> uh, with something along the lines of uh, "Have you heard my podcast?" Ooh, I think is the lead-in. That's hot. Nothing's hotter than a podcaster. That's really true. I mean, clearly, guitarists have been bitching for the last like ten years about how how all their thunders being stolen mm-hmm. by by uh, chubby bearded men that have a take <laughs> on the Dark Knight. That's really where, where they're like, "Where are the bitches?" <laughs> it's like, "Oh no, they're at 
pod magic con or something like that. They're sitting in the car outside of the club where we're playing, listening <laughs> on Spotify to a chubby bearded man being like, you know what? Like the new Joker with, with Joaquin Phoenix was good, but I just think, don't think that anything comes close to the Dark Knight. And it's his just, friend being like, fuck you. No, man. Joaquin did it, man. <laughs> Joaquin changed my life. <laughs> That dude's method. The guitarist just like walks out and he does like an <laughs> in-person Facebook uh, dump where he just knocks on the window and pulls the stick out like, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. no, sh- <laughs> podcast <laughs> pointing at their ears like it's not <laughs> blasting from their speakers. <laughs> Nothing cooler, actually. I don't, I'm sure you've experienced this than when you pull up to somebody at a light and you realize that you are fully blasting your podcast. <laughs> and it's always something that's the most boring part of the, the thing that mm-hmm. like there's it it sounds like a hot take and it's not a hot take like, mm-hmm. you know what andrew garfield not the greatest peter parker but he was a pretty <laughs> good spider-man everybody other cars like yeah no everybody thinks that i don't know why they said it like that was a hot fucking take oh my god i mean i listen to dorkier shit than that though like i feel like i roll up to the light and it's like but what was sondheim's greatest work we'll never know <laughs> There's too many options. And I'm just sitting in my car like, clearly, <laughs> the screaming. Be listening like Invisibilia. And it's like, the thing is about a butterfly is that it turns <laughs> into a mush when it's in the cocoon and nobody knows how it reforms. It's a scientific marvel. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm living my white woman stereotype life and I pull up to the light and it's like, her teeth were removed. <laughs> her skin was peeled back. <laughs> there fortunately has been a shift in the world as far as like, you know, uh, believing women and and making more room for women to have a voice in the conversation of the of the zeitgeist and yeah. and moving up in, in business. And that's fucking rad, um, especially because the amount of true crime podcasts that women listen to mm-hmm. suggests that if it wasn't going a little bit better that way, things would take a very dark turn. Honestly, intrigued by that timeline, though. (laughs) Am I glad that women are starting to get things? Yes. Is it happening quick enough that we shouldn't maybe just like inch into the true crime (laughs) timeline? No. (laughs) Just a little murder. Just a smidge. A smidge of murder. I think, okay, I think women deserve a little murder as a treat. (laughs) They've been through so much. The glass ceiling is still there. There's like, you know, rape kits sitting in the police departments for the last 20 years. And I mean, we could have a little murder. If you're going to smash the glass ceiling, why not take one of those shards and maybe murder a little? Oh, (laughs) imagine (laughs) murdering with the glass ceiling would just be so like (laughs) chef's kiss. There's such an artistic Mm -hmm. and like almost ironic Uh, murder situation there. I love it. We deserve. (laughs) How did we get here? (laughs) Uh, I I think from Facebook DMs. (laughs) Yep, from Facebook DMs. That's how the murder started. Mm -hmm. Well, because clearly your pickup line was good enough that it started this incredible conversation that started a love connection for the ages. How are you love connecting on Facebook? On Facebook? Mm, I think, okay, I think a good Facebook DM is kind of like a grandma posting a status where they're just like searching for stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think that my my best move is typing into a DM as if I'm searching for stuff. So it says like, bra to fit my big honking boobs <laughs> <laughs> don't fit in any bras. Um mm-hmm. 
vagina too wet question mark (laughs) (laughs) happy birthday susan (laughs) that's it tell me you want to (laughs) respond orgasm only from small penises (laughs) i hate receiving oral (laughs) help (laughs) love to give oral You know, as much as I was joking about mine, that would so fucking work. I know. No, great. Like, the bar, as you put it, is in hell. Yeah, that's my uh, catchphrase. So you could just put, like, boobs, question mark, and that would be another. That would like, be Yeah, funny. let me see. Yeah, what's it? And then you'd have six weeks. Yep. If you never responded again, six weeks of just, like, yeah, boob. are boobs here yet? What's yeah. going on with the boobs? Then just a dick, Still waiting for, sure. for Then a dick. Mm-hmm. And then no boobs. Uh, you're you're a tease, uh, and then just then another couple weeks of just hate the most hateful, hateful things. stuff, and then after that, please let me see your boobs. <laughs> it's begging, and then five years later, mm-hmm. I'm about to get engaged. <laughs> How are your boobs doing? <laughs> and that's when I respond, and then we fall in love. <laughs> Playing the long game, I like it. That's what I'm here for. I need to sow my oats, but I want to start like. Sewing them quietly first, <laughs> putting in my little seedlings. You got to do some gardening first mm-hmm. to prepare for the seeds that you're planting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I in the it. meantime, <laughs> <laughs> that's my strategy. Okay, what about Twitter? Twitter, Twitter. I feel like even with the the DMs don't have have the same uh, uh, limits to the amount of mm-hmm. typing that you're doing. You don't want to shift gears too much. You know, you, yep. you want you, people are used to on Twitter it being short and sweet. Mm-hmm. So the message should also be short and sweet mm-hmm. not quite as short and sweet as say boobs question mark right um i think maybe you can like at things in the dm like mm. like at ky like at at the at the different sex toy companies that you want to incorporate into the uh yep. the 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 sex yep that you're you're planning with this uh stranger that has never heard of you before mm-hmm um, maybe a couple hashtags. Oh yeah, hashtags are so sexy. They're like fucking a turn on. Yeah, like hashtag sure. don't look at me when I come. <laughs> hashtag cry after. <laughs> I'm just gonna put hashtag love making. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Pull in some old hashtags like pumps in the bumps which is a underappreciation un- underappreciated MC Hammer jam. Well yeah, that's a yeah. good one for sure. Yeah. Hashtag peaches and cream. <laughs> get into that. And then also just to get the algorithm working in your favor, mm-hmm. um, do like the, the Snickers hashtag or like you're not you when you're hungry. Oh, I thought you were going to say Dick Vane. <laughs> Dick Vane. Dick Vane, for sure. Hashtag Dick Vane really gets the party started. <laughs> <laughs> or you could go like classic pickup line style and be like, my tweets have to be brief, but nothing else does. my followers are going down and so do i (laughs) and then it's like i got canceled oh no (laughs) how did that happen (laughs) i didn't realize there was this whole thing called a screenshot (laughs) oh i meant the reason for the followers going down (laughs) then you have to expose yourself for why you got canceled because you realize that that first message is going to lead into some questions but also not knowing uh, how to DM and actually just putting that on your own Twitter page. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. I find it funny with Twitter as I, I, I know a couple people and one of which I know in real life that 
doesn't realize that the things that they comment on and like on Twitter, it tells yep. their friends what they like and comment on on Twitter. So I I do have a friend that like honestly if I brought it up they'd be like okay cool what do you think of the porn that I was watching mm-hmm. comments on porn star pages all the time mm-hmm. this is all the time likes and and like yeah that's a great butthole Just- wait do you remember the best day of all time on Twitter were you on Twitter for this because it was the greatest day in the world and it was that time that Ted Cruz liked a porn tweet on nine eleven. <laughs> Oh, I forgot that? about that. Yeah, <laughs> and it was like the lamest porn tweet of all time. Like it wasn't even sexy, <laughs> but it was so good. It was so good. I just want to make it clear that my friend I'm talking about is not, in fact, Ted Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you such close friends with Ted Cruz? It's uh, he gets beard advice from me. He never takes it. But no, he actually heard our last episode where we just roasted the ever living fuck out of Ted Cruz for 30 minutes and was like, I want to change my ways. Will you guys adopt me into your friendship? <laughs> and now we're all friends. Speaking of uh, starting next episode, it's going to be uh, a three person pa- <laughs> yeah. panel of uh, answering questions. <laughs> the two of us and Ted Cruz. Ugh, we're fully lying. I can't even keep this up. This disgusts me. <laughs> I can't deal with it. I mean, really living up to the name of deeply upsetting. Deeply upsetting. Yeah. The idea that we're friends with Ted Cruz. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so your Twitter, you would uh, use the hashtags, the sexy hashtags? or No, I'm doing the sexy pickup line about Twitter jokes. Twitter jokes. Okay. Yeah, Twitter jokes pickup line. Or I've got, there's got to be like an Elon Musk joke in here where it's like Elon Musk just bought Twitter. So I guess it's time for you and me to make our own AEX 1 through 12, whatever his <laughs> stupid baby's name is. Let's make a robot baby. Have they released the name of the second baby? <laughs> You've said it like like a Kanye record that's about to drop. Have they released the name of the new, the new baby that's about to drop? I, I want to know what the next baby is called. The first one really fucked up my world. It's called Gina Carano got railroaded. I think wow. it's yeah, just Elon going full in with this Twitter kind of thing. <laughs> That's too much. Okay, I know that it's like kind of a defunct platform at this point because they took away the porn. But what about Tumblr? Tumblr. Mm-hmm. Tumblr is just dicks. I mean, like not anymore. Oh, that's right. You can't do dicks anymore on that's Tumblr. That's why nobody uses Tumblr anymore. Oh, that's such a shame. It really is. Never there, mind. Fuck Tumblr. Yeah, we're just ignoring there's it. There's dicks literally everywhere else on the internet. Mm-hmm. But Tumblr's like, no, we're not going to do dicks. We are known for the people with dicks. Yep. And we're not going to do dicks anymore. Twitter really did go through some from something that you could scroll in public to something that you cannot scroll no. in public anymore. That's the funny thing about <laughs> clicking on a thing that a friend liked or something. like Because mm-hmm. they have an interesting handle liked so-and-so's mm-hmm. tweet and you're like oh what is this and it's just like a woman squirting yep. and you're like at the dmv mm-hmm. holding your phone out <laughs> yep. so anybody behind you can watch you just <laughs> looking at squirting videos like okay also it's become so prevalent that i feel like half the time that i see something that's like talking about a viral tweet it turns out that the viral tweet is some sort of incredibly upsetting porn like the most recent one was like i saw a tweet that was like guys please stop posting the sand video i don't want to see it anymore and i was like oh no what's the sand video i did not seek it out i promise i didn't seek it out but then i saw it like two tweets later and then i saw so much of the sand video which is where a guy basically had I mean, like a pound of sand in his butthole, and it just poured out for like no. three straight minutes of Twitter, of Twitter time. 
Was there at least like where it was pouring out and then stopped and then there was like a, f- a dust fart? And then it after started. a long time, yeah. Okay, I, but then it just kept on going. The dust fart, the the idea of a dust fart is very funny to me. But it wasn't like dust; it was sand, sand. <laughs> Not mm, kind of. We'll watch it later. Okay, cool. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Sand is so scrapey. Sand is scrapey. There was a metric fuck ton of sand in that guy's butt. We're we're in a post goatsy world. Like sand is not the worst thing that we've seen on the internet. I'm not trying to kink shame, but like if you happen to be the person that did that and you're listening to this, which honestly mm, there's an opportunity for that. That Venn diagram does overlap. It does. Yeah. Are you okay? (laughs) Is your butthole okay? Did you just like really high power do shit out after that? Because like what? happened in there i have so many questions and the saddest thing is i have had this conversation with someone else in person before today where we were both just like deeply concerned about this person's colon health and etc see that is the kind of energy that we need on twitter more is that yeah okay it's weird not necessarily into it but the humanity of it all is more important than like demonizing a person it's like sandy butthole uh i don't get it but like, are you okay? Right. Mm-hmm. Instead of like, oh, so fucked up. Oh, fuck. Oh, what a bit as well. Or, you know, whatever shit. It's just, first off, did you have to seek medical attention? Exactly. Like, do you have enough gauze? Yes. We're never kink shaming. We are just doing our due diligence as humans <laughs> and asking if you're okay after doing that freak shit <laughs> that you just did. I, I love that energy. I, <laughs> I feel too. like that energy needs to be <clears throat> more prevalent. It's accepting mom energy, and it's really how I like to live my life. <laughs> Speaking of accepting mom energy, one of the uh, one of the social media applications that moms definitely jump on a little bit is oh. uh, the Instagrams. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. um, the 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 Insta influencers are there, but also the like mom mm-hmm. being like, "Look at this cake I made. Mm-hmm. Look at my garden." Energy mm-hmm. is also there. <laughs> so for an Instagram dropping dms are mm-hmm. we doing a picture are we mm. i feel like okay in this instagram um uh scenario i'm gonna flip the script and i'm gonna be um jumping into the dms of a a girl instagram an okay. instagram girl rather than a, a male instagrammer and i'm going to go with like hey girl boss so then she's immediately worried that it's an mlm situation sure, sure, sure. and then it's like just kidding those are so annoying you want to see my titties. <laughs> okay, cool. Cool. I like that. It's the, you get the groan. So literally mm-hmm. anything that's not that is mm-hmm. going to be more appreciated. Yep. I, I like, like that. It brings in the humanity and then it's like, okay, let's get down to the business. Titties. Titties. Yeah. I have them. You I do too. think I'm going to uh, probably troll uh, Megan Fox's Instagram and mm. find a picture of her and Machine Gun Kelly mm-hmm. uh, just like licking each other's faces or something. Drinking each other's blood. Drinking each other's blood. Something. You drink Blood drinking. Good, good call. Well, that came out this week that they were like, yeah, we do that, of course, yeah. obviously. So, so I'll find a, a just a solid, like really nice blood drinking picture of the two of them. <laughs> I don't think there's active pictures <laughs> of it. <laughs> I mean, we haven't checked Instagram in about 28 minutes. You're so. also really good at Photoshop. That's true. I can do that. I can absolutely do that. I'll just Photoshop uh, Machine Gun Kelly's face over uh, uh, what's his face from Cats that's lapping up the bowl of water. Uh, oh, God. Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen's face. <laughs> but the bowl is going to be blood and it's going to be Megan Fox holding the bowl. And 
This is how you're hitting on Megan Fox? No, no, no. I'm not going to hit on Megan Fox. No, oh, she's okay. she's in a loving relationship. I, yeah, I don't want to get in the way of that. a very stable and stable, strong relationship. Great relationship. Mm-hmm. Do not want to detract from that. Clearly. Uh, I want to I want to absolutely handle that with the most respect. Yep. I'm going to take that photo as uh, couple goals. Oh, nice. And uh, <laughs> and at somebody, like send that message to somebody mm-hmm. in their DMs mm-hmm. on Instagram mm-hmm. uh, being like, this could be us. Yep. Uh, but you're worried about blood diseases. <laughs> the world is burning. <laughs> blood diseases are like the least of your worries. There's so much worse to worry Come about. Come on, drink this blood, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag blood diseases. <laughs> so you're telling them not to worry about it, but then reiterating <laughs> the fear. And the not end. suggesting I don't have them or I do have it's just <laughs> just blood diseases. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how to take that hashtag. I think that we should workshop that one. <laughs> think? Next time you jump into somebody's DMs, just like run it by me first so I can look it over and see. I don't know. I think the blood disease angle is a pretty solid angle. I mean, you can let us know, listeners, please. Okay, cool. <laughs> let us know if that would turn you on. We're getting a whole new contingency of listeners after this one here. We haven't talked about the sexiest of uh, social media platforms, though. Oh, Ooh, it's LinkedIn, baby. LinkedIn for the business fucking. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is, in fact, uh, what inspired this whole thing. Is uh-huh. I, I, I got a uh, you have a charming smile message on LinkedIn. Fucking that, filthy. <laughs> it's filthy. I mean, no, filthy, right? <laughs> and Raunchy. The thing that was, like, jarring about that is it was very nice. And, yeah, it wasn't anything to gross or weird or anything yeah but it's also linked in i i don't see linkedin as the place where you go to like jump into someone's dms and like and yet i have gotten a million horny linkedin dms i do not appreciate (laughs) not interested but also not interested because the dm that i got was kind of basic i mean Mm. it it didn't show that there was a lot of interest in me yeah per se it was Um, all about looks it was all about looks like really surface all of my stuff's on front street what I do for a living, mm-hmm. what my interests are. That's mm-hmm. all out there. It tells mm-hmm. me like I'm, I'm a, a motivated entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. You know, there's all this stuff you can pull from uh, and you just go by my smile. Wow. You know, I like my smile too. I do. But you should. I'm more than a smile. Yeah. You've got depth. I do. You've got a whole career. And she was just like ignoring that. Like you're what a piece of meat. Yeah. I'm just this like business profile here for your fucking whimsy. Okay. All right. I see you. Oh, rude. But yeah, you throw in some, some business jargon in there, you Mm, know, hot. Yeah. A B2B is like butt to balls. Wow. (laughs) Do that. That's great. I think I'm just going to keep it really simple. Actually. SAAS is sex as a service. Wow. Nice. Honestly, though, Sex workers should really be taking advantage they of that. They should. They should totally like take over SAAS. That would be amazing. I would S-A-A-S love to see S S. X A A S. Yeah. Why is that not a porn? That's so good. Like a fucking like the Glenn Gary Glenn Ross of pornography is just like S A A S. Because who wants to watch the Glenn Gary Glenn Ross of pornography? All the fucking marketing bros on LinkedIn. That's 100% true. Like no, you're right. 70% of 
of LinkedIn mm-hmm. are marketing bros that are like, I have discovered the one thing that you have to do to market your stuff better yep. than anything else in the entire world. There's nothing else that works except this one thing. Yep. Me and my 162 followers know that this yep. is the one way that you market stuff. Yep. Read my book that's available for free uh, on on Audible. Oh, the worst part about LinkedIn. Let me just go on a quick tangent. The worst part about LinkedIn is people's posts where it's like, I was on my way to work, got my Dunkin' Donuts. I was running late. I saw someone standing on the street. He looked sad. I pulled over my car, even though I didn't have the time. And I was like, hey, I'm going to work. What's wrong with you? I'm working at my high profile job. (laughs) And the person was like, I'm sad. And my dog died today. And they were like, I'm going to take you to work and have you interview at my company. And that will really like make the difference. And that man was Gandhi. You could do it, too. <laughs> if you just cared one little bit like I do. And it's like one zillion likes and people being like inspirational, incredible. Yep. You deserve the world. It's awful. Uh, I found out recently there is a term for that. For <gasps> those kind of posts. Uh, it's where it's marketing bros or business bros in general. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't I don't want to single out the marketing side of the industry. Oh, you don't want to alienate the I don't marketing alienate, bros? I don't want to alienate just the marketing bros. I'm sure this we have a, so many marketing bro listeners. It is a tactic to try to like put a, a personal face mm-hmm. on on a, a pro marketing or pro business post or something um, that has been nicknamed uh, broetry. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God, that's amazing. It's just like, Sook down a protein shake from my favorite smoothie shop. Yep. Uh, before I took my dog on a walk, I have a purebred, mm-hmm. you know, Pomeranian and mm-hmm. uh, dressed in, you know, my fucking Louis Vuitton business gear. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> I loved Louis Vuitton's spring summer 2021 business gear. <laughs> so good. <laughs> really underappreciated. Uh, underappreciated season. There. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> I think I'm just going to cut to the chase and I'm just going to go into every single Fortune 500 CEO that I possibly can and just put sugar daddy question mark in their DMs or like, honestly, here's my ultimate. I'm going to put Findom because <laughs> that's what I really want. It's just to tell them to give me money all the time. I mean, and if the stereotypes hold true, you might have some success uh, going that route. And it. you can send a picture in in um, your LinkedIn message. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> the opportunities are there. Everybody write that one down. You just uh, one picture of you putting out a cigarette in the forehead of a of like just the top of the forehead of yep. a, like a balding white haired man, mm-hmm. and you're off to the races. There's just like a a sliver of side boob. <laughs> <laughs> you're good to go. <sighs> I do wish that if you were uh, gonna hit up somebody in DMs on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. you would submit like a sex resume. Yes, just a resume of like where you've held positions before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. In which positions? And uh, your 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 strengths and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Um, what you look to gain from uh, your your opportunity there. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and cover cover letter. Mm-hmm. Talking about like where where you discovered this person that you're jumping into the DMs of. But most importantly, what you can do for them. Yeah, that's that really important. goes a long way. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> If anybody has any uh, pickup lines, not that we haven't talked about all of them, um, we 
If anybody has any really good pickup lines, not that we haven't covered all of them. I mean, we really nailed it. Well, all the ones you want to use anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can use your lame ones we haven't talked about. <laughs> if you have some second tier ones, you can put them on our social media. Some B-Squad pickup lines, yeah. Or honestly, feel free to send us some slutty DMs. We would love to see it. <laughs> Break up this relationship for fun. <laughs> <laughs> for fun. <laughs> to see what you can do. <laughs> Other things that you can do or listen to the other shows on the Geeks Under the Influence Network. They're better than this one. <laughs> Send them some slutty DMs because they won't know why. And that would be really, really fun. Oh my God, can you please, like not to us, send it to Beautiful Disaster. Send from it- the Mouths of Madness. And I want those to be themed too, though. Like I yeah. want a horror themed from the Mouths of Madness slutty DM, a B-movie themed, a Geek Fathers themed one. <laughs> I'm sure they would love to be called daddies. <laughs> Just oh, go no. for it. <laughs> Use your creativity and your creepy little hearts. But also review, subscribe, do the whole nine yards, you yep. know. Buy the merch. There's lots of good merch. There's tons of weird shit on the um on the shop. com slash store. Yep. But uh, yeah, next week we'll be back with another minor upset. Um, if you have any suggestions for that, because they're are actually some not great things going on in the world, as it turns out. (laughs) We don't want to cover, like, the Ukraine. No, (laughs) if you've heard this show, that's not really our bag. Not the the vibe we're going for. It's more the the stuff we can laugh about. Yeah, the Snickers dick vein of it all. (laughs) Send us that kind of shit. That kind of shit, for sure. (laughs) And we'll see you next week. So for another episode of Deeply Upsetting, I'm Amy Bogart. I'm Mike the Hobbit. Okay, bye. GUIPodcast.com Casper, get out of here. I'm trying to come. Mike the Hobbit here. Lowdown Brown. Inviting you to check out Geek Some of the Influence, a podcast that pairs booze with conversation with good friends. And a little nerd culture. We get a lot of colorful conversation out of our episodes, but... It is here for everyone. No gatekeeping. Always level up everything we do. We'll punch up, never punch down. Exactly. So check out Geeks Under the Influence everywhere you get your podcasts and join us or die. Shut the fuck up, Hobbit. Welcome to GUI Nights. GUI Nights. Yeah, I am Lowdown Brown. With me as always, Mike the Hobbit. This is the tangential side of GUI. This is like so many of those other shows that has the after the show bit mixed with a little bit of Baywatch night. So it's a little sexier. It's a little bit after hours. Also, while tying it into the previous episode of GUI. So look forward to that, too, because this comes out the week after the flagship hour long episode. So make sure to check out GUI nights. And uh, when you're done, you can go the fuck home. In a world with too many reboots and remakes, two men will stop at nothing to make it even worse. Join Mike the Hobbit and Tondi as they play by their own rules while pitching new takes on some of your favorite and least favorite films and TV shows. What podcast would dare to bring this upon the world? This is Smack My Pitch Up. Hey guys, Scotty P here with Smash on your left. And we are the Geek Fathers. That's right, bringing all the trials and tribulations of being a geeky parent. So welcome to our world. And as always, join us or cry.
Coming straight from the mouths of madness, I'm Lowdown. I'm F.U. Hunter. Do you love horror? We fucking do. So this is a podcast dedicated to all things in cinematic horror. We're talking movies, television, composers, special effects artists. We're going to fucking cover it. So if you love horror, embrace the madness. In a world of blockbuster movies, there's another dimension. The dimension of schlock cinema. Join us at Beautiful Disasters on a journey into the fringe territory of B-movie abandon. We review the flicks that are forgotten or underappreciated to give them a proper place in the annals of celluloid history. I'm the Groots. F.U. Hunter. Your guides at Beautiful Disasters. Come along with us for a fun ride. May, May the, the schlock be with you. you.